The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 224 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Our friends at Okie Comics are working on a Kickstarter project for a new publication called Post and Rogers. The action-packed pulp comic features Oklahoma's own Will Rogers and Wiley Post. Joining us again are friends of the show, Jeff Provine, Tanner Fjordborn, and Tyler Tarleton. Guys, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, thanks for having us. So tell us about Post and Rogers. Well, uh, Tanner, you want to kind of show the creation where this idea came from? Uh, yeah. So it was a couple, I came up with the idea a couple of years ago after visiting the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. which is a really cool place. You haven't been there. And uh, I always knew about the characters or the people, but I didn't really know too much about them. And then I started learning about them and I was just fascinated. And I don't know how they didn't do spy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what I love. The the, the picture that I see first off on the Kickstarter is both of them with ray guns, uh, which is really cool. (laughs) Thank you. So we've got uh, Wiley Post and uh, Will Rogers, uh, who were actually friends, uh, and of course, sadly, also died in 1935 in, in plane crashes. What is your idea? What is your idea behind the 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 piece that you've created on this? So there's not too much known about their death. We know that they crashed in the Arctic, and that's mm-hmm. about it. So Post and Rogers springboards off of that and kind of fills in the gaps of why they were in the Arctic and why their plane crashed without giving too much away. <laughs> they don't, don't do any spoilers, <laughs> but, um, you, so you were, you were at the history center and you, you just decided just to kind of do kind of almost a fan fiction of two yeah, historical picture yeah. figures. Personally, what I think could have happened to them. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, and does it, and it is all takes place. Uh, what, what's the time period here? Uh, 1935. Okay. So it's the year, the year that they died. And so telling a story about that has got to be interesting. Tyler, you do the art, you do the artwork, right? Tanner does the artwork. Tanner does it. Tyler, you wrote this. Yes. Okay. Tell us about the the writing, what you, what you did in, in putting this together. Uh, well, uh, Tanner had approached me about, uh, writing on it, and so it sounded exciting. So I did a bunch of research on the two of them mm-hmm. um, to see, you know, because I didn't know much about it either, other than just the, the basics. And just from there, the initial idea Tanner had um, to make it, you know, like a, a pulp type thing, kind of like the Rocketeer or something in that vein. And then I, I just tried to work in there, um, like I filled it with a lot of Will Rogers' actual quotes. Mm, like he, yes. he has a lot of quotes, you know, being a humorist and everything. So trying to work those in 
and just try to make it you know as accurate in that mold as possible and just how they were and how that how they would go about this doing this adventure if it really happened that's amazing and what what about the artwork uh tanner why um, how was it to try to draw figures from history rather than create you you mostly do like the 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 superheroes and yeah and so you kind of create your own image you're actually making images of people who have we all know and we all we've all seen yeah and let me just say drawing will rogers (laughs) was one of the most challenging things of my life because he has such a distinctive face Mm -hmm. yeah if you look at him he's he can do, he just did the weirdest faces all the time. And I tried to incorporate as many of those as I could into it. Uh, same with uh, Wiley Post. I mean, he, you know, he looked very specific and yeah. I'm trying to capture that in his iconic eye patch. Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. But what also I found difficult with uh, Wiley Post was we don't have too much about his personality. Hmm. You know, well, Rogers, he was in movies, he was on the radio, he was a comedic kind of simpler man, but we don't really know anything about uh, Wiley Post, at least when it comes to his personality. Mm-hmm. Which is, we're putting the comic together, we uh, included a page of kind of the biography, a little touch on the actual story behind this for the folks who may not have gotten too much of that in Oklahoma history high school class. Yeah. Right, now. and that's what I love about Okie Comics is the fact, uh, Jeff, that, that that it it's designed to not only entertain but educate. Oh, for sure, yeah. Which you know, I'll often hear, you know, Will Rogers, Oklahoma's native son, uh, but once you get into his real biography, like he was a wild dude. I mean, yes. born before Oklahoma was a state, mm-hmm. technically born in Indiana territory, uh, an Indian territory, um, Rogers County, named after his dad. Mm-hmm. I grew up uh, not some kind of poor kid. He, he was uh, very well to do. Uh, and then, you know, one day when he was a kid, the story goes, you know, I went to his father and said, wow, you know, when I grow up, I really want to be a ranch hand, you know, work with animals, all this kind of good stuff. And of course, his dad, you know, lawyer, um, county named after him, uh, said, no, you're not doing that. You're going to go to school. And so Will Rogers went to school and got kicked out of every place he could. <laughs> took the fourth grade three times because he kept lying to the teacher about what what reader he was on uh until finally 14 he gets uh, uh go sent to military school where they won't kick you out they'll just mm-hmm. break you uh and he managed to escape hid with one of his sisters for a while and then joined the circus uh traveled through south america south africa australia uh circled back uh got mixed up with Zigfield's Follies doing rope tricks because mm-hmm. you know, hanging out with all those ranch hands loves doing rope tricks and they were cool enough that people just wanted to see him and then there in New York uh, every time he'd do a rope trick and it went wrong you know he'd being kind of a shy guy would make up a little joke to cover it while he sets up and does the trick again which uh, people started coming in for the jokes the, the, the tricks were good but the jokes were great Yeah, uh, and it got to the point where he was doing three shows a day each one of them completely completely unique uh he would go up to the roof and read the newspaper and come up with a whole new set of jokes so i mean imagine you know stephen colbert doing three late shows a day yeah oh wild and off completely off the top of his head no other writers right except for except for what you got from the newspaper so super clever uh super brave willing to do anything uh fantastic hero 
not to mention um, he did get involved in movies because of the showbiz thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, and from that, he wanted to show his rope tricks. But of course, you know, 19 teens and 20s cameras can't capture him. So he got a crew together that did a lot of the first slow motion stuff. So uh, he's responsible wow. for a lot of camera patents. I did not know that. So yeah. a lot of the stuff, the slow motion effects that we have nowadays is, is mostly because of some of the work that he did just to show us, show off his rope tricks. Absolutely. Yeah. So we definitely, um, I mean, Tanner and Tyler were all behind it. I'm just the editor, uh, <laughs> but they really showed this uh, smarter side of Will Rogers, this adventure and things. And then of course you got uh, Wiley Post, who's quite another character. <laughs> Uh, which like Tyler was saying, they didn't have, we don't have too, too much about him. Um, Definitely not like Will Rogers, uh, Mm -hmm. but uh, he grew up pretty rough. Uh, He was a a wildcatter. He went to uh, federal prison for a while for stealing cars. Oh wow! It was tough, Uh, but he always wanted to fly planes and world war one. He didn't get a chance. He he just didn't have the connections to get in the air force uh, or the army air corps at that point. So, but afterward, he, I mean, he fought his way. He borrowed money. He uh, talked to the oilman. He showed, hey, this is what I can do with a plane. And by the end of the 20s, he was building his own plans. Yeah. He he, does have Yeah, go ahead, Tyler. And he helped develop, he helped develop the first high altitude suit so they could go much higher than they'd been able to do at that point. And that that factors into the story as well. Yeah. And they have that at the Oklahoma History Center, if I remember correctly. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is which is amazing, uh, and I, uh, I, you know, the the weird thing is, I I think about for for me, I'm a little bit older, so knowing Will Rogers and Wiley Post uh, is 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 normal for me. But for the younger people, we can certainly see there's two airports named after them in Oklahoma City. But that's all that for younger people that they know about these people that there's a couple of airports named after them, and like what, <laughs> a couple parks too, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, but so, so how important to you, Tanner, was it to bring their stories to hopefully a younger audience? Uh, it was, I mean, it was pretty important because, I mean, I did not know who Wiley Post was until I was about 12 years old. We went to the the runway cafe with my dad. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been there? It's a great place. Uh-huh. But there was a bust of him and I was like, dad, who's that? And he's like, oh, that's just the guy the airport's named after. And that was it. <laughs> like, that's all I knew. <laughs> But yeah, and um, yeah, so I went to the Hall of Fame and I just want other people to know about these great guys. Yeah, to be able to learn who they are because, you know, it's it's so rich in history that we sometimes forget because, again, it was, you know, I guess coming up in 1935 when they died. And that's it's hard to believe, but that's less than 115 years ago. I mean, excuse me, that's I mean, that's that's less than 85 years ago. That's what I meant. No, it's more. Can you? Okay. That was more than 85 years ago. <laughs> and it's hard to think about that, that you, you know, some yeah. of these people that lived more than 100 years ago uh, have such an impact on Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, and the impact Wiley Post had on the world of aviation, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't name all of the stuff that he did, but he invented quite a few things that all modern planes use. Like, like what? The, like uh, what? I don't know what it's called, the thing that shows your plane's level. Uh huh. Yeah. He, he had a hand in. He had a hand in discovering the jet stream. Really? Yeah. 
That's amazing. Now, uh, so uh, you've got this uh, Kickstarter, correct, Jeff? And that's, mm -hmm. tell us about what's going on with the Kickstarter. Well, uh, Tanner and Tyler got together their 14-page uh, comic, so telling this very pulp story. So we already have the main characters. Uh, and then we uh, unravel a whole mystery with mad scientists and evil robots and all kinds of uh, airships and, and things that are going to be, you know, very science fiction in the 1930s. Uh, but I mean, Will Rogers and Wiley Post were doing a lot of science fiction stuff also mm -hmm. in the 1930s. So it's a really cool mix. And they also got a chance to talk about one of Oklahoma's uh, geologists. Really? Yeah, yeah, her name was uh, Dolly Radler Hall. Um, she was a real life geologist in the 30s. She was the first female to head up a um, geology division at an oil company. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember the exact oil company name, but she was the first female to do that. And she did a lot of work uh, in Cuba and uh, other places, uh, parts of the world. Um, so we, we uh, put her in our story as kind of their science advisor. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I thought that was neat to, to have another true life character we could put in there. Now, Tanner, I got to ask, is this uh, going to be a one shot or is this going to be, or you, do you hope to make this into uh, an ongoing series? So we have a script for a second issue. Uh -huh. um, I'm mostly waiting to see the reception to the first one. Right. Just because these are, you know, real people I want to make sure that it doesn't ruffle any feathers and that nobody gets upset. Cause I mean, they still have family around and if everyone approves, then yeah, we'll be doing a second, third, fourth. How many more we, Tyler can pump out. <laughs> Tyler, how many more stories can you tell from this? Oh, uh, well, I've got, we have a second script and I also got a third one done. And then we, have, I've got a bunch of other ideas that I've been for battling first, these. Oh, and for our first stretch goal, we were, if we can raise this amount of money, we're going to, um, go ahead and upgrade that first issue with a little bonus print story. And how long does this, uh, this go on for is it like February 9th. Is that what I understand? That's right. February 9th. Okay. So we've got a couple of weeks left on this. And, uh, right now, uh, it looked like you were less, uh, fewer than a hundred dollars away from your first goal, which is just simply making, making the first level, uh, hitting the first goal. Yeah. Getting our money together for the print. Mm -hmm. We really have had such a strong first week. Uh, we started off, uh, I think, first day and hit half. And as word is spreading, we're more and more coming in. So we are very excited to see how far we can go with this. That's fantastic. The uh, pandemic, of course, everyone is talking about it. Everyone's thinking about it. How has, uh, Tanner, let's talk with you, start with you about uh, artists in general. How has this pandemic been affecting artists like you in Oklahoma? Um, the way it's affected me is I've been drawing a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> um, personally, I don't, I haven't had too much of a struggle cause I do all my art digitally. Mm -hmm. So my, my stuff is kind of kept consistent, but the only thing I struggle with is a lot of stuff gets canceled that I don't get to go to. That would be art related. I mean, free comic book day got eliminated last year. All the cons were eliminated. So for the people who make their money from that stuff, I know it's, it has been hard. Um, but I mean, I think for me, it's just given me more time to draw, which is never bad. Right. That, and that's basically where I was thinking was, uh, all the cons where I mean, it's going out to, to what a sooner con or to, um, you know, you, you mentioned the, the comic book, uh, 
con or free comic book day, you know, what, how does not having that, I know it gives you more time to do your artwork, but how does not having an ability to go out and meet the public, how does that affect you? With me as a digital artist, it hurts um, because I mean, I just, it's kind of just throwing your art into the void at this point. You know, you throw your art out there and then you don't hear from anybody about it. You don't get to meet anybody who likes it or hear anything from them. And Jeff, how's the uh, how's how has the pandemic affected uh, for Oki Comics and and uh, and just the comic books industry that you you as far as what you know? Oh, it's major impact. Um, a lot of shops are really struggling just mm-hmm. since people can't get out. Uh, which part of the original Oki Comics business model spreading out those print copies all over? Well, now you know a lot of libraries are closed down and restaurants are you know just meet you at your car. So that whole phase is, is just non-existent in a COVID world, uh, which fortunately we've uh, been able to kind of pivot over to this uh, single issue and do try this kind of short Kickstarters. Uh, mm-hmm. We did experiment with some small prints uh, last fall with our Stone of Thor issue. Yeah. So bringing up uh, the, uh, the Viking ruins over in Poto. Yes, exactly. The idea, the idea that the Vikings made it all the way down into Oklahoma uh, it's always been fascinating. So it's uncanny. Uh, they, if people did just make up those marks, uh, they did a really good job. Like they are actually laid out on star lines and how you would be measuring. Mm-hmm. Um, so up for it. Why not? Sure. Vikings I think Oakland. it's fabulous. I think it's a fabulous idea that we yeah. were once visited by Vikings. Yeah. And which uh, kind of a weird ghost story uh, just down the road. Uh, they have um, the big um, burial mounds, uh, so just 20 miles from there, which that was the center of the Caddo Mississippian uh, culture. Mm-hmm. And the biggest North American culture, 1000 AD, they had trade routes uh, that you can see reaching all the way down to Mesoamerica with Mayans and up to the Great Lakes. Like th- if there were Vikings out trading, they would definitely, it's like New York City, they, they're wouldn't be reason not to go there. You'd have to hit the hub. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then in 19, a little bit after 1900, uh, after uh, statehood, everything had been set up. Uh, the lady who was living on the farm with the biggest burial mound woke up one morning and had this uh, weird vision, this uh, lady uh, all blue in this uh, chariot being drawn by cats was flying around the mound and then disappeared up into the sky. And everybody's like, well, that's ridiculous, right? Because the Caddos didn't do chariots. They're river-based people. They, they had boats. So they didn't really use the wheel for travel. Uh, so that's ridiculous. Uh, but looking over at uh, Norse mythology, like that's Freya. Mm-hmm. That is, she was a, a major goddess who was whose mode of travel was a chariot drawn by cats. So... <laughs> like ghost stories why not vikings in north america sure i think well you know i, I actually the um the there's a show uh vikings on the history channel where they actually at that's oh i hope it's not a spoiler uh, if you haven't seen season six it, they do make it to america which is kind of cool the mm-hmm. idea that that because we've there's always been that that belief of it but it the, then there's also that thought that how far into america did they actually go and mm-hmm. so I love that idea of, of the runes up in, uh, it's, is it Hevener, isn't it? Is that where yeah, I, Hevener runestone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So back to the, the comics at, at hand right now. I, do you, where will these be available free? Just like the Oki comics 
at, at, yeah, at we'll have them available. Uh, just pay for shipping. So we'll put it on on the website uh, as well as the free digital. So you can take a look at that at any time. Uh, but this has been a great way to kind of get that initial money together for that print run. So technology is really advancing. Used to be, you know, if you wanted to print a comic book, you know, back in the 1930s, like mm-hmm. they had to make the plates and all this, and they, they didn't even have laser cutting. So you had to really make a big order. Like mm-hmm. people would major business investments to do this. Uh, and now we've, we can do orders pretty reasonably of, you know, 25 at a time. So why not? Yeah, that's fantastic. So what is, uh, the, what is the future right now for Oki Comics? I think we're going to keep going with these uh, uh, kind of smaller issues and see what mm-hmm. we can tell about stories. And coming up here in a few months, we're going to have uh, kind of a relaunch of the Mighty Boomers. Yay, Tanners. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what are the uh, Mighty Boomers getting into right now? Um, so we're currently, I'm currently illustrating issue three. Um, Tyler is writing, I think, what, issue five right now? Or just finished? Yeah, just finished, just finished five. Yeah. And so um, what we wanted to do was kind of have it be a, a new stepping on point for people since, you know, these will be printed copies that'll be more available. Um, it'll be a reinvention almost. So the characters are the same. Um, a lot of their characterizations have changed. Mm-hmm. Old villains will return. New heroes and villains will premiere. I think issue two and three, we introduce brand new villains to the lore. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get to see the formation of the team. We get to see where Brickton came from. And uh, it's we've got some exciting storylines set up for that. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyler, how hard, how you, how is it writing for the, the basically keeping these established characters going and, and making them new and, and keeping them up to date? Uh, it's interesting for me because I'd never done anything like that. Before. Anything I've written was just stuff I've you know, made up myself. Mm-hmm. So to have something that was already in existence was a little bit more of a challenge, but then um, you know, it was already a, a, a big world and to be able to take it and, you know, see things a little bit differently and take it maybe a little bit different direction, but still being very similar was a lot of fun and has been a lot of fun. And then being able to plot something out for, you know, I think I've got a possible storylines past, you know, 10 issues so far. Um, And to be able to set the the stage for that in the early ones, um, it's been a lot of fun. That's interesting to do. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you're working on, Tyler? Um, well, uh, I uh, write middle grade novels. Really? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's how I met Tanner. Um, cause I saw his illustrations on the uh, Oklahoma comics Facebook group. Uh-huh. And so he's illustrated the covers for my, the two of mine so far and I've worked on the third. Oh, that's um, great. Where can, where can somebody find, find those stories? The, they're called the Disaster Dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, the da- Disaster Dogs and the Mysterious Mange and the Disaster Dogs and the Big Dig. Uh, they're both on um, Barnes and Noble for the Nook. And the first book is there might be a few, a few copies left at a uh, Commonplace Books over across from Pensquare Mall. That's amazing. And uh, Tanner, what are what else are you working on? Um, so we so Jeff mentioned we're going to be launching a couple comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Mighty Boomers is one of them. And then the second big launch that we're doing um, is Garbage Man. 
what's Garbage Man? So Garbage, um, the full title is Garbage Man, the Trash Bag Defender. Um, it's a story that I floated around and then I gave it to Tyler and he just ran with it. <laughs> so without getting too much into it, it is about a homeless man who is tired of seeing the injustice of the lower class be ignored. So he dons a trash bag and decides to protect the city as a vigilante. Really? Yes. Fantastic. And it is set in the boomer universe too. Right. So it's pretty, it's set. Well, I guess the Oki verse would be what it's called. I I like the, I like Oki verse. That's fabulous. So there could be a crossover. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, so, uh, Jeff, tell us uh, where we can find uh, the Kickstarter uh, for Rogers and Post. So uh, probably easiest way is just Google Rogers and Post Kickstarter, and mm-hmm. that'll take you straight there. Uh, or you could use Bing or Yahoo. Uh, does anybody use Bing or Yahoo? Bing? I, I, I haven't used <laughs> Bing or Yahoo since the 90s. Or it, the, the Bing. <laughs> I haven't used Yahoo since the 90s. It, Ever since Google got created, I, I, that's all I ever use. But yeah, there's, uh, or go to Kickstarter itself. And, oh, and it's sure. actually yeah, Post and Rogers. Searching. I want to make sure we got that correct. That is actually Post and Rogers. I think though. Yeah, we're you... pretty strong up on the, the creators list. So mm-hmm. uh, that'll get us there. Also Facebook. Um, and you can always reach out to us through the website at okiecomics.com and we'll send you all the links. Right. And also, I think it actually came right up when I just did a simple search on Kickstarter for Oklahoma. That it came yeah. right up. So, uh, which is, which is great because that means that, you know, um, whatever the algorithm that Kickstarter has shows that this is a really important Kickstarter that people are aware of and backing. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's not just a cool story. It it in itself is pretty cool. Good deal. And where can people find, uh, Okie comics again, as far as comics.com. And you also on Facebook and on Twitter. Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's same thing. Tanner, where can people find you? Um, Instagram and Facebook at new star comics, mm-hmm. or you can visit the boomers Facebook page, which is going to be overhauled here pretty soon. Good deal. Uh, Tyler, can people find you on the web? Yeah. On Instagram, it's, uh, the story genie, the story, and Facebook's just the story genie, story genie. Fantastic. G-E-N-I-E. Yeah. And Facebook, just my name, Tyler Charlton. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for joining us to let everyone know that they need to go over to, to Kickstarter and support this. And then when it comes out, you know, show, show your support by going and getting copy and reading it and, and showing, I guess for you guys also for Tanner and Tyler, you guys really getting the feedback from readers is also incredibly important to you. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic guys. Thank you very much for joining us on our show. Thanks for, Thanks for having thank us. You. And that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU, Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Jeff Provine, Tanner Fjordborn, and Tyler Tarleton, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Geek on.